Now Arianrod's hand tightened on the hilt of her knife. To fight, each and all against the dark. To risk all to save the worlds. Their time has come, Selene agreed. They pulled the fire star from its stone, gathered the water star from the sea. But the final test of the quest waits, as will Nereza and her army profane. Whatever their powers, whatever their gifts, the six face a god. Luna pressed a hand to her heart. And we can only watch. It is their fate, Selene said. And in their fates live the fate of all the worlds. Their time has come. Arianrod reached out, took her sister's hands. And with it, if they are strong and wise, if their hearts remain true, may ours. The moon runs full, and so the wolf howls. Selene gestured up to the comet streak arching through the sky. So they fly. And courage flies with them, Arianrod said. And there, Luna pointed across the wide, dark sea where light bloomed, then fired, then quieted. They are safe. For now. With a wave of her hand, Selene dismissed the wavery images on the beach. Now begins the future. Chapter One A man who couldn't die had little to fear. An immortal who'd lived most of his long life as a soldier waging battle didn't turn from a fight with a god. A soldier, though a loner by nature, understood the duty and loyalty to those who battled with him. The man, the soldier, the loner who'd seen his young brother destroyed by black magic, who'd had his own life upended by it, who fought a god's crazed greed, knew the difference between the dark and the light. Being propelled through space by a fellow soldier, a shifter, while they were all still bloody from the battle, didn't frighten him. But he'd have preferred any other mode of transportation. Through the whirl of wind, the blare of light, the breathless speed. And all right then, there was a bit of a thrill in the speed. He felt his companions. The sorcerer who held more power than any Doyle had known in all his years. The woman who was as much the glue who bound them together as the seer. The mermaid who was all charm and courage and heart, and a pure pleasure for the eyes. The shifter, loyal and brave, and a dead shot as well. And the female, well, wolf now, as the moon had risen just as they prepared to shift from the beauty and battles of Capri. She howled, no other term for it. And in the sound of it, he heard not fear, no, but the same atavistic thrill that beat in his own blood. If a man had to align himself with others, had to throw his fate in with others, he could do a hell of a lot worse than these. Then he smelled Ireland, the damp air, the green, and the thrill died in him. The fates, canny and cold, would drive him back here where his heart and his life had been broken. Even as he geared himself up to deal with it, to do what must be done, they dropped like stones. 
A man who couldn't die could still feel the jolt and insult of hitting the ground hard enough to rattle bones and steal the breath. Bloody hell, Sawyer. Sorry. Sawyer's voice came from his left, and in a kind of gasping wheeze. It's a lot to navigate. Anybody hurt? Annika? I'm not hurt, but you. Her voice was a musical croon. You're hurt. You're weak. Not too bad. You're bleeding. Bright as sunlight, she smiled. Not too bad. Maybe we should try parachutes next time. Sasha let out a quick moan. There now. I've got you. As his eyes adjusted, Doyle saw Bran shift, gather Sasha close. You're hurt. No.